Hey community, this is Dr. Hugh, and you're listening to True Health Recovery, episode number 30. And today what I'm going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about COVID-19 long haulers. And if you don't know what this is, if you have COVID-19 or you if you've had COVID-19 uh, and you have uh, symptoms and the symptoms are still lingering, the symptoms are still there. What I've come up with is a lot of the research is showing that you may actually have an autoimmune disease and that the COVID-19 antibodies, right, the antibodies that you produce by getting COVID will actually start to attack your other tissues. So if you're a long hauler, if you're still having chronic problems after you've recovered from the initial acute symptoms, you're probably a long hauler. You probably have some kind of autoimmune disease. Down below, you're going to see a link to this video because a lot of the things that I talk about in this webinar is visual. So how the antibodies attached to the COVID and how these antibodies can go and they can cross-react with their own self-tissue. So they go and, and cross-react with their own self-tissue. This is where autoimmune disease sets in and autoimmune disease is a long chronic condition. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to get a hold of me and schedule a Zoom call, feel free to do that on my website and there's going to be a link below that. So uh, take care and I appreciate you guys. And remember is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, welcome everybody, and today I'm doing a live on long haulers, um, COVID-19. So what is a long hauler? It's a person who suffers with symptoms of COVID-19 for longer than two weeks and generally for seven several months. So I just want to let you know, this is probably going to be uh, one of the most significant webinars that I've done. I've done lots and lots of studying in this area, and I've tried to uh, connect the dots for you, and I have a lot of other content on my website, but I think this here is uh, probably one of the most important webinars that I'm probably going to deliver in my whole entire career, to be honest with you. This is how significant and impactful uh, this content is going to be. So one thing I ask is if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, if you could uh, give me a thumbs up, share the content. I am live, so I will answer, try and answer some some questions here. If you want to type in some some questions, some of you going back and forth. So let's go over this. Is so what is a long hauler? Let's go over that first. So this right here is um, this is this comes from Mayo Mayo Clinic. So if you go right here. This is the Mayo Clinic site here. This is where I pulled this up. So what is a long hauler? So what kind of symptoms does a long hauler have? It has, they can have, you can have shortness of breath, fatigue, cough, pain, chest pain, memory, concentration problems, muscle pain, uh, fasting, pounding uh, heartbeat, loss of smell or taste, anxiety, depression, fever, dizziness when standing, and worse symptoms uh, after physical or mental activity. So that's a long hauler. That's the definition of that. So let's kind of go in and let me just let me just get some nomenclature figured out so we're all on the same page. And when I speak, I want to speak so you understand it. So at the, at the end of the day, really, my goal is to make sure that you understand what's happening with your body and actually knowing truthful information. So it's not about me saying all these big words because at the end of the day, no one cares about that. At the end of the day, I want to make sure that I convey a message to you that, that you can understand and you can take away and it makes sense to you. So let me just go over some basic nomenclature, some, some definitions of what's happening. So here, 
we have the 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 SARS COVID two. So what does this stand for? So it stands for severe acute respiratory syndrome. So this is where they're getting the S A R S from severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus two. And then this is the coronavirus two. So this right here is the virus. This is what the virus looks like. Then what happens is the virus will cause a disease. Okay, so what they've said is the disease is called the coronavirus or COVID-19. So when we say the disease or we have symptoms here, right? Um, so the virus causes the symptoms and the symptoms are what we call COVID-19. So this here, the COVID-2 right here, this is just the virus. This is what it looks like. This is the spike protein right here. And this is the, like the little uh, RNA protein that's inside the cell. So let me just kind of blow this up so you can see this a little bit better here. One thing I like about this is we can blow this up here. So this is what you're, you're seeing at right here. So this is the virus right there. Um, so that's a little, the spike proteins and that kind of thing. Okay, so one of the things that is happening here, let me just go over this. Let me just go over some more visuals because I think I'm a real visual person. So I think visuals is, is, is really, really critical to see. So this is the, so when I speak, I'm just going to say COVID-19 just because we're, everything's the COVID-19. So when I speak of COVID-19, I'm referring to the virus and the symptoms. So I'm using them interchangeably, right? Just so it's easy nomenclature and everyone, everyone understands. So when we look at this, the COVID-19 virus, so it has the spike protein here, and then inside it has the RNA uh, protein right in here that goes in, and messes everything up. So this is just another visual of what you're actually seeing. Here's a visual that I really showed you, though. I like this here. This is very, a very clean drawing. Now let me go over what happens when you have some antibodies that are being produced. So let me just get you oriented to this drawing right here. So this right here is the COVID uh COVID-2, right? This is the this is the whole virus right here. This whole thing right here is the virus. Then what here, you see this is the spike protein. So this is the spike protein right there. Then what happens here, let me just kind of blow this up a little bit so you can see this. So then what happens here is this right here is the antibody. Can everyone see that? So let me just kind of go down here. So you see this right here, neutralizing antibody. So this is the key thing, neutralizing antibody. Then down here, what we have down here is this brown part right here. This is going to be the cell, right? So this could be your heart. It could be the lungs. It could be wherever, any tissue in your body. So what we have is we have the neutralizing antibody that comes here and attaches to the spike protein. So you see this antibody here, the blue thing is attaching to the spike protein. Then what happens is because this is right here, because it has the antibody on here, it can't attach to cell tissue. So blocking attachment. So it doesn't allow attachment to this specific tissue. So this is what the antibodies do. The antibodies attach to the spike protein right here. And then when the antibodies attach, your immune system recognizes that. And then what happens, it's going to start to bring out your immune system. Your immune system is going to start to attack it. And then you have a whole cascade of inflammatory processes to start to destroy this tissue. Right. But this you can see here what, it, what it's doing. It's neutralizing this. 
so it can attach. And then the second thing that the antibodies do right here is they act as little flags, and then they call in your immune system to let's go and start to attack this immune system so we can get rid of this virus. Okay, this is what's happening in, in your body. Now, here's another simplistic drawing of this is this would be the COVID-2, right, or COVID-19. And then this is the spike protein right there. And then what's happening here is then you have this neutralizes this, the COVID-19. It kills bacteria, and therefore that it doesn't go and attack your tissues, right? This is what the antibodies are, are doing. It's neutralizing it. When this is attached, this increases your inflammatory processes, and uh, it comes in and, and kills it. Now, this is the research on this, the next part, which is very, very critical. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this part right in here. And this comes from um, this paper right here. So this is all reference, and I'm going to put the references in, in the link so you can see this. So this is the actual article right here that I'm going to read, and I downloaded this. You can download this as a free PDF, and the PDF is right, right here. So I'm going to go through this article and read my highlights. So if you're here, just pay attention to this. And I'm going to go walk you through this so you can understand what's happening when it comes to being, being uh, having, uh, having symptoms of a long hauler and autoimmune disease in your body. Now, the COVID-19 is, is a very unique virus, and it's a very potent virus. So I'm not minimizing anything on the severity of the virus. But what I want to get across in this webinar is that that because because when we make these spike protein antibodies, when we make these things right in here, when we make these things right here, what happens is our body, not only does it attack this spike protein, but it also has very similar structure to our tissues in our body. So let me just say, say that again. This is what this paper really goes over. These antibodies that are that 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 are up here. So let's just let me go to this drawing right here because I think this is a good drawing right here. So you can see how these antibodies right in here, like these things, attach to the virus, right? They're attaching to the virus. Now, what happens is these antibodies they don't only attach to this particular virus, right? That's not how the our immune system works. Our immune system can be a little fuzzy, and this antibody here can start to attach to self-tissue, to your tissue in your body. So this is the most dangerous part is when you have these antibodies, not only do the antibodies attach to the virus, and you can see the virus right here, and when it attaches, it stops the binding of the virus. It stops the binding of the virus to this particular tissue, but also, most importantly, is these antibodies call in your military they call in your immune system. And when they cause it, and when they call in your immune system, this is when your inflammatory process can happen. Now, what happens is there's a thing that cause, we call molecular mimicry. It's a big term for just saying that these antibodies here not only will attach to the virus, that they're going to also attach to your tissues, right? So let's say this is your, let's just say this is your heart right here. So if we have your heart right here, and this antibody attaches to your heart, what is your immune system going to do? It's going to do what? It's going to see that and it's going to start to attack that tissue. This is what happens when it comes to the antibodies in your body. It's just the way that God designed our body. And this particular virus, you know, there's a lot of research saying it was man-made. So it has some really stealth properties that can be very, very aggressive towards your tissues right here.
So let me read this. I'm going to blow this up just so you can understand here. So this here, he's talking about this part right in here. I'm going to read this. Vaccines can induce autoimmune disease reactivity. So this is known. This is a, a this is a, a known mechanism. Is that vaccinations can do this? Now we're not really we're not even talking about the vaccinations at all. At all. We're just talking about natural immunity. Some people have gotten the COVID and then they produce their natural immunity, right? They've produced natural antibodies and they still have, they're still long haulers. And, and what the research is kind of showing is they're still long haulers because those antibodies, like I just showed, aren't only just attacking the virus, they're attacking your tissues and that will cause autoimmune disease. And if you have autoimmune disease, by definition, that is a chronic illness, right? So vaccines induce autoimmune disease reactivity and are associated with narcolepsy, GBS syndrome, multiple sclerosis, demyelination, neuropathies, lupus, uh, orthostatic cardio uh, syndrome. So a lot of these things, uh, so let me just kind of go over this here. So due to the significance, the red flags, which are basically the antibodies, for potential cross-reaction and other COVID-19 pandemic, we study the relationship between spike proteins and, and other things in, 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 in the virus. So we're just going to be focusing on the spike protein. So what this paper has done, this is the most critical part right here, is down here, if you see these graphs right in here. So these graphs right in here are showing that the antibodies that are produced against the virus also cross-react with other tissues in your body. This is critical. So looking for a reaction between uh, COVID-2 spike protein antibodies with tissue proteins. Okay, so we found a strong reaction where myelin basic protein, so what the heck is that? Myelin basic protein is your myelin sheath around your immune system. So we produce antibodies against those when we produce antibodies against the virus. Now, of course, not everyone is doing this. This is a subpopulation, but it's happening, right? So we have uh, strong reactions against uh, myelin basic protein, transglutaminase 3, which is basically against your gut, transglutaminase 2, which is against your skin, mitochondria, now this, these are all antibodies against these tissues, mitochondria, nuclear antigens, which is again all your nucleuses, autoimmune disease against that, autoimmune disease against myosin, which is in, which is, is basically muscle, thyroid, autoimmune disease against your thyroid, collagen, clodulin, and S. 100B. So what is this saying right here? This is just saying that if you have these antibodies in your body, you have a probability of also producing antibodies that cross-react with these very specific tissues. So why is that so concerning? Because you're going to see an epidemic of autoimmune disease happening in this country because this virus is so powerful and we have cross-reactivity with certain tissues in our body. So this is a great paper. You guys can read this paper. I don't want to go over every little thing there, but it's an it's a really an amazing paper. Now, what I want to do here is go back over to my notes here and go over a couple things right here. So, for example, now what we just talked about here, this is the cross-reactivity with, with different tissues. So if this says human tissue right here, so let's say this right here is your mitochondria. This is your mitochondria. And now you have antibodies that not only detect this COVID, uh, COVID-2, but it also is going to start to attack your mitochondria. 
It has a potential to attack your myelin basic protein. It has a potential to attack your nuclear antigen. All these things can be potential target sites for autoimmune disease. Now, if you go and let's look at the long haulers, the symptoms again, all these symptoms here can correlate with some kind of autoimmune disease in your body. Right, so this is this is so critical. Is what I think you're really going to start to see here is autoimmune disease on an epic scale. Now that's to be determined in the future, but already I'm seeing clients that have had major major flare-ups. Now let's go over this analogy right here. So this is a test that I've done. This is my own test. I went to LabCorp and I wanted to get checked for antibodies. So I'm going to give you a couple analogies. So right here, I have no antibodies here. It says this sample does not contain any detectable antibodies against COVID-2, right? So I don't have any antibodies. Now here, this is a sample report. This point report does. This one, this person has antibodies of uh, 1245. So let's just take myself, for example. I don't have any antibodies against the, the coronavirus, not detected in my body. Now, let's say here, now let's say I go and I get the mandate that they're mandating out there, and now all of a sudden I'm creating these antibodies in my body, right? So I have these antibodies in my body. Now, all of a sudden, now not only do I have antibodies against the coronavirus, now I have antibodies against my own tissue. And this is the scary part about it. Now, how many people are getting the mandates and they don't have any antibodies, Right, but now they have all these problems because the research is showing is that these antibodies that are produced against the virus also can go after your self tissue. So that's one example. Another example, let's say we have this. Let's say we have a person that has already been um, exposed to the COVID-19 and they're producing antibodies. Right, so they're producing their own antibodies and then we go ahead and we give them the mandate and now what have we we've done? We've automatically boosted their immune system in hyperdrive. And hyperdrive autoimmunity can cause or hyperdrive immune system can can equate to autoimmune disease because it's in an inflammatory process. Autoimmune disease is an uh, is an inflammatory process. Right, so you can see it's not it shouldn't just be a blank statement that who gets the mandate and who doesn't because these uh, these antibodies can cross react with their tissue causing problems. Now, right here, this is also uh, a lab that I do. Uh, this is called a Cyrix Array 5. And this is where you can actually screen to see if you have autoimmune disease against certain tissues. So for example, this person has autoimmune disease against their cerebellum, which is right back here in your head. They have uh, uh, antibodies against the myelin basic protein, right? So we just talked about how the research shows that uh, these antibodies can cross-react with myelin-basic protein. Now, this isn't a person that had, she didn't have the mandate here, she had none of that stuff, but I want to show you this, is let's say, let's take a scenario. Let's say this person has an autoimmune disease against myelin, the, the myelin-basic protein, and they don't know this, right? They have no idea, but let's say they have like brain fog and brain fatigue, and then they get the mandate, and now all of, all of a sudden, their problem gets a uh, 100 times worse. Why? Because now you've artificially increased the autoimmune disease in the body, causing inflammation, causing more of an autoimmune response to that tissue that might be susceptible to those antibodies, right? So what do you do, do to this? Like, What can you do to, to, to get better and get well? And I have a lot of content on my website about that. It's, it's not one size fits all. Like You have to look at your case and you have to figure out where is your physiology not working right? What can we do to strengthen your autoimmune disease so you can start to get better and function better? 
So I wanted to bring this uh, short video to you. Um, you know, I just think in, in the next, you know, one to five to 10 years, you're going to see a huge, a huge uh, epidemic in autoimmune disease. And I think this is going to be a contributing uh, problem to it. Um, so with that being said, I appreciate you guys. Uh, take care. Bye-bye.